Handle on the News. Handle on the News. I'm telling you. Bill Handel. Says what I'm thinking. Exactly. Never had an interest in any of it. Now suddenly he is resonating with the people and he's speaking our minds. Here's Bill Handel. All right. KFI Handel here and uh, good morning. Right. Just uh, having a good time with uh, Wayne Resnick. First of all, uh, today is uh, Monday, June 11th. Uh, a very important day in history. No idea what it is. None. Uh, it probably means nothing. All right. There is, well, <laughs> a, I don't know. I'm just going through it. I love those. Is it also week. National Something Something Day? It's always yes. National National something. Making Life Beautiful Day. Seriously. National Corn on the Cob Day. Okay. <laughs> and National German Chocolate Cake Day. Oh, not uh, Cream Corn Day. No. No. Crozier, Crozier leaves this for me every day, okay, so I know. Okay, got it. So we love that. All right, uh, <laughs> there's Jennifer Jones-Lee, Hi. Wayne Resnick, good morning. Good morning. Uh, there is Alex. Do we have Morgan's arm back today? No, we don't. Okay. I love those arms. You know, arms sticking, you know, right out there in the window or on the other side of the window, I love. Handle hates arms control. Uh, that's very good. Wow. That's very good. And you, can you imagine... Uh, that we actually had someone back there who was an amputee, and uh, no no arm even when you would be there. so dejected I would every be, day. I would be so depressed too. All right, and there is uh, John Ramirez. Okay, oh yeah, God, so much today. Well, tonight at nine o'clock, uh, Donald Trump meets with uh, Kim Jong Un, and no doubt that's going to be carried live by everybody in the world. And uh, Donald Trump's a big guy; he's six foot three, I think. And Kim Jong-un is two foot two. And you can just imagine, uh, is Kim Jong-un going to wear six-inch elevator shoes like the Frankenstein shoes? Are they going to do like they used to do in old Hollywood where if the uh, leading man was not sufficiently taller than his female counterpart that he would do his scenes standing on a box? Or like TV anchors where they adjust the chairs so everybody's the same height. Also, and not a lot is being made of this, because I have not seen video of Kim landing and coming off the airplane, because he came off of a 747, an American-built airplane. No kidding. Oh, yeah. It was an Air, it was, uh, Air China or China Airlines, uh, 747. Wow, what does that say, huh? Yeah. But, uh, you know, they're, uh, I would think it would be flying in on a Russian plane. Uh, but I don't think uh, the only two or even an Airbus, but I don't know if Air China has any Airbuses. They could be all uh, Boeing uh, Boeing uh, aircraft. Don't know the answer. Okay, uh, that we have uh, coming up. All right, so what, uh, what happened at the G7 meeting? Oh, just this huge pissing match between Justin Trudeau and uh, the president. Everybody's going nuts. And we're going to talk about the tariffs. I was just talking to Wayne that virtually nothing is, uh, there are no tariffs of anybody, of any uh, of products coming into the United States and legitimately tariffs that are charged by Canada, which are already in place 270% on dairy goods. So much for free trade. And the president is absolutely right. And what did I say in terms of uh, what we import from Canada? You said we import. Oh, I said we don't really import much from Canada. And I said uh, we import wusses. People that wow. leave Canada and come to the United States that are pantyweights, that uh, are just 
wussy, calm. Well, even Trudeau said that. We're calm. We're polite. I think that's Dr. Wendy on the phone for you right uh, now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, guys, <laughs> uh, let's do it. Lead story. Oh, no, no. Before we do that, I'm sorry. I have to uh, remind you about uh, the Law Day 2018 coming this Saturday, 9 to 2 o'clock at the Bowers Museum in Santa Ana. Over 100 legal experts from handleonthelaw.com. Uh, free advice in virtually every field of the law. And I'll be broadcasting Handle on the Law live from 9 to 11 o'clock. Attend free seminars, win prizes throughout the day. Log on to KFIAM640.com. And the keyword is Law Day. It's at the Bowers Museum this Saturday. Sponsored by Cunning Dental. Loose or missing teeth. Call Cunning Dental for a free exam and CT scan. Call 888-640-SMILE. Special appearance by Kim Jong-un. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. What That's a good I want to get people out what? there. Uh, does I want to have... make this as exciting as possible. Will he be giving or seeking legal advice? Uh, he will. Uh, I don't know. It's a very good point. He will be threatening the lawyers with instant He is an death. expert at the intersection of family law and assassination law. That is absolutely true. All right. So, uh, so much for that. Okay. Fair enough. Now, let's do it. Handle on the news. Lead story. I'm way too good at goodbye. I'm way too good at goodbye. Major story before uh, the summit was the G7, uh, which uh, out of the G7 came a communique, which the United States said was fine in favor of free trade. And although it was so just general, just a nothing statement. It was just one of those generalities that are just, yeah, they mean nothing. It's just pablum. And uh, so uh, that was done. And Trudeau, uh, Justin Trudeau, talked about uh, we won't be pushed around by the United States. We're a polite people. And Trump laid into him. Number one said we're out of that G7 communique. We're done. And on top of that, Trudeau is a wuss. Well, they didn't say he's a wuss. What he said uh, specifically He was dishonest and weak. Right. Mm -hmm. So meek and mild, very dishonest and weak. And our terrorists are in response to his 270% on dairy. And we'll talk more about that later because that's the truth. Under NAFTA, it's supposed to be free trade. And it, for the most part, is, except for dairy coming into Canada, 270%. Protective tariffs. And Trump is going, it's either free trade or it's protective tariffs. So he said, great, aluminum and steel, 25%, and we're going into a trade war. And he's right. Either there's free trade or there isn't free trade. It's that simple. Okay. Well, in Singapore, it's game on. Game on music, please. <laughs> he is. He's playing uh, Simon and Garfunkel, Sorry, The Sounds of Silence. Oh, right with Phil tonight for very good. We're going to talk a whole lot more about that later on uh, and uh, what happened with Kim and the fact uh, he may be the first North Korean leader to, uh, other than going to China in an armored train, flying a commercial airline into a country uh, that is actually a world-respected uh, and world-recognized country, although it's a city-state. Singapore. The whole thing is a city. It's like Sparta. It's like uh, or Vatican City. Yeah, Vatican City. Well, Vatican City is two blocks. And when you talk about this, it's at eight o'clock with somebody very special. You've got NBC Nightly News host 
Lester Holt. Yes, Lester Holt. And I and you're going to tell me how sycophantic I was to Lester Holt, or I will be to Lester Holt. Uh, it's, it, I just you like Lester. I uh, yeah, I just suck up to him, and it's it's <laughs> humiliating. All right, uh, coming back more handle on the news, Jennifer. Pretty good. How are you? He's here. Good. He's, don't worry. He's here. Oh, there he is. The, so, the, the, the song this time was possibly a little premature. Okay. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I've always had a premature issue. Okay, here we go. Wow, wow he uh, said it twice. Uh, well, in case I, you missed it. Because I didn't have my microphone on when I said it. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, making coffee and then putting my sandwich in the... Toaster oven, and then it's a lot. People do not understand. There's so what much it, that goes what, on. What goes into hosting a morning drive show? There's sandwiches to be crisped, coffee to be made. Yes. And one of the things I don't do is I'm not one of those people that take interns and say, "Go get me this, go get me that." Uh, I tried with uh, I tried with Michelle. She just laughs. <laughs> just sat in the chair, and looked at you, and giggled. Yeah. Um, Alex, a little bit more cooperative, a little tiny bit. It's only because she's new. That's right. There'll be a time when uh, she'll look and go, hey, do I look like your housekeeper? Call Maria. Have her come in with you. All right. <laughs> that might be fun one day. Uh, yeah, no, she laughs at me, too, at home. Aww. Maria. She'll look at me, and I'll ask her to do something. Hey, what do I look like? Your housekeeper? Okay. Uh Let's move on. More handle on the news. Jennifer Jones-Lee, Wayne Resnick, and me. Well, uh, Singapore is paying $15 million American to host this summit. Which is nothing. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised how low the price tag is for something of this They have a Singapore tourist board, for example. Nothing compared to what is going on. The world is going to be watching. And you know that every reporter is going to be scrambling for any sidebar story. So there'll be stories on that uh, three-columned uh, uh, hotel uh, with uh, the swimming pool on top, which is really neat, the world's largest infinity pool. And uh, there'll be the restaurants. There'll be, Believe me, it's going to be fantastic. Also, uh, when we talk about security, which I'm going to do at 720, what's up with the North Korean bodyguards? Those bodyguards that run alongside the limousine that Kim is in. There's a whole world to that story. And I'll share that to you at 720. All right. Well, you might not want to call the president a dictator, especially if you're a Fox News host. Especially uh, adding Ader to uh, that particular phrase. (laughs) Well, Abby Huntsman over the weekend was interviewing uh, former White House Communications Director Anthony Scaramucci, right? And the two are chatting, and she says, we are living regardless of what happens in a meeting between these two dictators. What we are seeing right now is history. 
boom, Scaramucci right over it. Doesn't yep. even address it. Doesn't. Name, it's like neither of them heard the it, word. It was just a slip of the tongue. It was. Exactly. Calling him a dictator. No. Calling Trump a dictator. Scaramucci. Uh, yes, a man who eats tater tots. Okay, uh, and stops right there. Never mind, I have this whole visual, or I have this whole audio. Uh, Scaramucci calls the president a disruptive risk taker willing to break the usual bonds of not going to a meeting like this. Uh, and I think that was a positive co- uh, comment that he made, a disruptive risk taker in the fact and saying, hey, you cannot uh, you cannot deal with this man and think you know what he's going to do. Uh, he is putting everybody on on notice that that the United States is a very different kind of animal. Don't assume that you know where we're going. Yeah. I love, too, when he was talking about how, the, you know, how the president says he doesn't want to prepare for this. He just wants to yeah. go in and sort of feel out the situation. Yeah, president, he's lazy. He doesn't wing it. Well, he doesn't read policy papers. He doesn't no. read. Uh, he doesn't read anything. Well, security, uh, the, the, the security meetings that he has every day he goes, get out of here. Well, that's what Kellyanne Conway apparently jokes about, how they used to try and get him going with, like, debate prep sessions. Nothing. And he would say to her, she joked, but he would say, wait a minute, what are you doing, debate prep? I don't want to do debate prep. I'm ready for the debate. Uh, There was too much pride in West Hollywood Saturday night. It was the uh, Gay Pride Festival, and uh, it was sold out for the first time in in its 40-year history, and apparently... There were so many people that people started showing up who had tickets, who had bought tickets and had to be turned away. And then uh, a group of people tried to get through one of the temporary fences to get in. But I will say, for a crowd of people trying to bust into an event, nobody was injured. No. So it's sort of like polite trying to bust in. That's true. They were too careful uh, not to soil their tutus. And they wanted to make sure that... what. Why? Anyway, 40,000 people there. I've often said this politically. At this point, you don't screw around with the gay community. They are way too, number one, savvy uh, politically, and uh, they are way too uh, connected to each other. Uh, Usually don't talk about a – usually nothing is monolithic, right? The Hispanic community, for example, the Jewish community, this is fairly monolithic in their approach to politics, and they are very, very powerful and good for them. Uh, they've taken becoming minority a minority and really moving in a separate direction with tutus and boas, I might add. Okay, we will come back and do more Handle on the News. KFI Handle here on uh, the the 11th, easy for me to say, the 11th day of June, and uh, we've got a lot to cover. There's there's breaking news, Yeah, Jen? It's, it's a little more information on what we've been hearing about this morning. We heard that the president had made an announcement that he would be leaving on Tuesday because talks were going more quickly than expected in North Korea. And a lot of people said, okay, this is just because he hadn't given an exact time for when he was leaving. Well, turns out that, yes, in fact, he was supposed to leave on Wednesday. Now he's announced he's going to leave on Tuesday after a full day of meetings with Kim. But you also have to wonder, Kim Jong-un was expected to depart on Tuesday. So it's possible the president even found out about that and then said, okay, fine, he's not going to stay any longer either. Now, they've also left some wiggle room for him to stay longer 
in case the talks last longer. So there is some room, maneuvering room there. Okay, uh, also Law Day coming up uh, this Saturday, 9 to 2 o'clock at the Bowers Museum in Santa Ana. Over 100 legal experts from HandleOnTheLaw.com with free legal advice in virtually every field of the law. Uh, Handle on the Law Live, the broadcast, 9 to 11, free seminars, win prizes throughout the day. Just log on to KFIAM640.com. The keyword is Law Day, sponsored by the Bowers Museum during Law Day. Get a $5 discount to visit all of the exhibits at this extraordinary museum. Uh, that's this Saturday, Law Day. Okay, and the, some of the big stories that we're covering, of course, uh, we're going to be covering a good part of the G7 and uh, the uh, summit with uh, President Trump and Kim Jong-un. And then probably the most important part of the day, uh, the news, is we finally know why IHOP is now IHOB. Remember we had that story? They changed the P to a B, wondering, was it a typo? Uh, no. No, and I'll tell you. I'll tell you what happened. I may, I may actually introduce uh, or interfere with the Kim Jong-un president story with this. Wow. Because this is more important. All right, let's move on. Wait, you're really going to talk about the summit in light of this development? Uh, well, that's a good point. Why uh, would you even talk about this dumb summit between we, two world leaders when, when we can talk uh, about IHOP. IHOP is now IHOP? Yes. All right. Let's move on. Handle on the news. All right. Well, we now know who started that 175-acre fire in Aliso Viejo. Oh, a fire in the night. It was a boy. He admitted he accidentally. No one knows what that means. I know. And that the, they're not going to tell us either because no. he's a juvenile. Yeah. But they just said that, yes, this kid did come forward and say, yes, it was me. I'm the one who started the fire. And uh, it, it started about one o'clock on Saturday. It's now 75 percent contained. That's our latest update. OK. Uh, police were called to a parking lot in San Bernardino where they found a dead woman either inside a box or next to a box. Yeah, it's not would, clear from the news would, articles. You would think we know by now. Well, the headline says inside a box, but right. later in one of the articles here, it says uh, a witness told uh, a, a local television station the body was near a wooden box from wrapped what, in a tarp. From what I understand, that, uh, and I had a witness earlier today who mentioned that she had seen this box like a week ago, and it was laying flat. And then she walked by it, I guess yesterday or the day before and it was standing up with a tarp over it oh, interesting. so they moved the tarp because they noticed like hey so what's it's, this box so it's a rectangular box that you can put a body into right and okay. then they found the body inside they Weird said story. when they took the tarp off all right talking about boxes oh, and dead Anthony bodies Bourdain, the celebrity chef his body is stuck in france richard Corey went home last night and put a no surprise, if you've ever dealt with France, this is a country that has more interference by the government than you could ever, ever imagine. It is crazy how much bureaucracy France has. Keep in mind, everybody in the country works for the government, and they all work 22 hours a week. And uh, they all have wonderful pension plans. Uh, if you're lazy, you go to France. And get hired by a company because you'll be hired there for the rest of your life. They can't fire anybody. But the point is, it'll be a few days. A lot of red tape in France. And uh, so they'll be taking him back uh, for burial. And I'm assuming going to New York. I think he lives in New York or did live in New York. 
and his estranged wife is handling all the funeral arrangements. Right. But um, also, uh, KFI Steve Gregory, I don't know if you got to hear this this morning, but he and Anthony Bourdain kind of had a friendship. They did. And um, he did this really touching piece for Wake Up Call for me this morning. It's like a 10-minute piece, and he's got actually an even longer piece on his Twitter feed this morning, at Stephen Gregory. Please go do yourself a favor and listen to this, because this interview with Steve, it's like the two of them are just chatting, and it's insights into Anthony Bourdain I don't think a lot of us knew, because Steve... Talk to him as a friend. And yeah, Anthony no, talked back to him. It's, uh, it's they were a, friends. It's a very interesting interview. Uh, the pizza delivery guy who delivered some food to a military base and then was reported to ICE has won a reprieve, at least for now. Well, a federal judge uh, blocked his deportation, not permanently, though. Yeah, it's just uh, going to delay what might be the inevitable. Yeah, and it's probably going to happen. This is the pizza guy who delivered a pizza to the military base which he had done many times before, and uh, one of the guards asked him for ID, and he showed him his New York ID, and the guard, eh, there's something wrong here, called immigration. That's right, he was on a deportation order, and they picked him up, and off he went. And then the uh, activists, uh, the uh, pro-illegal uh, aliens who are stuck in detention, I think that's the name of the actual group, uh, uh, in fact, jumped in and got the order uh, or got uh, the the order to, de- to deport him uh, immediately stayed until June, uh, July 20th, where he will be deported. All right. Let's take a break and we'll be back. In the meantime, Jennifer Jones Lee. With the news- I'll give you one night, only a handle here on a Monday, June 11th uh, tonight is the fateful meeting between Kim Jong-un and the president. And uh, that will happen at 9 o'clock tonight, our time. All right, let's go ahead and uh, finish up handle on what? It's 6 o'clock our time. Oh, sorry, 9 o'clock Eastern. 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 Sorry about that. Thank you. Uh, And let's go ahead and finish up handle on the news. Jennifer Jones Lee, Wayne Resnick, and me. Yeah, and there are some Marines at Camp Pendleton that uh, probably didn't necessarily go along with the code of conduct. In fact, two have pleaded guilty to rape and drug possession, and four others face criminal charges, including solicitation of prostitution, domestic abuse, oh, and kidnapping. This all started clear back on September 8th. There was a Lance Corporal charged with sexually assaulting two Marines, uh, one on September 8th, then on November 10th. There's another one who possessed drug paraphernalia. The senior-most Marine is awaiting court-martial. And uh, he apparently engaged in a forbidden relationship with a junior Marine, prosecutors say, and uh, that trial starts on August 20th. Hey, uh, Cuba says we've looked into this whole uh, people at the U.S. Embassy in Havana getting sick thing. We can't figure it out. And it may may very well be the government itself, of course, is doing it, but... Are they going to admit that? No. Hey, we tried. We can't figure it out. Sorry about that. They're actually playing the victim here. They're saying, hey, you're pulling people out of your embassy. You're damaging the the new relationship with the country. And there's no reason to do it because there's nothing scientific that could explain this anyway. Well, Florida apparently stopped doing gun permit checks for more than a year. That's how we do it round here. Yeah, and it was the fault of some bureaucrat. Somewhere in there, if you uh, look the at what woman look. who was the woman at the division of licensing who was responsible for running the checks, 
lost her login information and instead of immediately going, hey, I can't log in, she just let it go. Yeah, waited a year. For a year. A year. And so they have people who should not have gotten uh, gun permits. Well, the state ultimately revoked 291 yeah. permits out of 1.85 million who actually applied for uh, the concealed weapons permits. I, I don't know if that number is, it's obviously hyperbolic, but uh, out of uh, all of them, over the core, actually, it is 1.9 million. Just from February of 2016 to March of 2017. You know what? I was being hyperbolic, but it, I was I actually understated it. So uh, the revocation was a big 291. Because if you're going for a concealed weapons permit, you've you've already successfully bought a gun. Yeah, true. so very yeah. few people who apply for the permit wouldn't be uh, eligible for it. Hey, the uh, valedictorian at Petaluma High School, uh, her mic was cut off in the middle of her speech. Me too. Well done. (laughs) Nicely done. And that's because after talking about various topics, she turned to uh, the fact that she had been sexually assaulted on campus and she had been warned not to bring it up. And she did. And they cut her mic off. Yeah, I mean, she and I assume she agreed to that. Uh, because oh, she, was, sure to she was still the valedictorian. Oh, sure. So um, they said, okay, you can't do it. And now who's going to take her side? I guess everybody. Yeah. Okay, uh, bank robbery. <laughs> this is great. Bank robbery like I've never heard of before. How about a uh, give me all your money and I'll give you a sexual favor? This woman in Birmingham, Alabama, goes into the Forestdale Bank, you know, hands a note to the teller. And says that apparently read, give me $6,000 from the vault. And if you comply, I will reward you with a sexual favor. But if you refuse, I will claim that you sexually assaulted me. Now, uh, do we, uh, too bad we don't have her mugshot. No. Because it, <laughs> she could be so ugly that the teller looked at her and said, uh, sexual favor, I'd rather be shot. Wow. You know what? I might bring this up again during Do They Have a Case because this presents a very interesting question of whether she really is guilty of bank robbery. Yeah. Oh, I just saw her. Not bad. No? Not bad. Okay. No. Hey, uh, (laughs) St. Louis University has set up the Hotel Influenza. You can check in anytime you like, but you're definitely going to wheeze. The Hotel California. You can check in, but you're never checking out. Uh, they want people no, to come there. No, was that the ter- Tower of Terror at Disneyland? Oh, yeah. yeah. I get those two confused Both. as yeah, well. Yeah, I do too. Uh, $3,500, you will be paid. You will go there. You will either get an experimental vaccine or a placebo. Then you will be infected with the flu. And for 10 days, you will be cared for by nurses around the clock. It sounds yeah. like other than the flu part... It kind of sounds cool. Thirty-five hundred bucks. Thirty-five hundred bucks. No. Catered meals. Yeah. Everybody gets their own private bathroom. Which, if you have the flu, thank goodness, uh, they'll have TV, internet. You know, picture window no. views of the St. Louis. Now, Arch. getting the flu. Uh, you know, I, that's not fun. I mean, you're no. sick as a dog. All right, let's finish up with Matt Lauer news. Oh, Matt Lauer is going to be a cattle farmer. Oh, well, he already is. Well, he gets to keep his ranch in New Zealand, right? Yep. And it, because remember when he was accused of sexual misconduct, New Zealand has this good character condition as to whether you can own property or whatever. And so he has this 
Hunter Valley station that he bought last year, or he purchased, I guess, a lease for yeah. the station. 26,000 acres. Can you believe this? Yeah, with a trout stream. And uh, so just this is what you get or can get when you make $25 million a year. Cattle yeah. and sheep. Five-bedroom and... lakefront homestead, several huts, 13,000 cattle and merino sheep. Now, what I find very interesting is you, and the government can take it away uh, anytime they want if you have bad uh, character, and it's the government that makes that decision. What I find fascinating is here he is being accused of sexual misconduct, and they let him keep the sheep. Wow. I think we'll stop at that point. That's a strong finish. Thank you very much.